0: Welcome back to the Simplifying Super podcast. I'm your host, Adam Masters. It's great to have you with us. In today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at the topic that has really gained momentum in recent times. I'm talking, of course, about ESG and responsible investment. Now, to help explain it all, I'm joined by someone who is right across all the detail and he's quite passionate about this topic, too. He's AMP's head of group sustainability, Tom Trefry. Tom, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me, Adam. Good to be here.
0: Now, before we dive into things, here's a quick reminder.
1: This podcast is general in nature and hasn't taken your circumstances into account. It's important you consider your personal circumstances and speak to a financial advisor before deciding what's right for you. Any general tax information provided is intended as a guide only.
0: So Tom, you're the Head of Group Sustainability at AMP. What does your role
1: involve? So my role involves supporting uh, the integration of sustainability or ESG issues across all of our business activities including our investment practices, our operations and supply chains, and then reporting our progress and impact in in a very meaningful way to our clients, people, investors, and the wider community.
0: Okay, so a really important part of the business. That's good to hear. There's probably a few listeners out there who have heard the term ESG before, but they may not know exactly what it is. Could you break it down for us, please? What is ESG, and I guess what is responsible investment?
1: Yeah, there are lots of terms in this space, um, which can make it a bit confusing. So I'll try and break this down for you. So broadly speaking, responsible investment is a holistic approach to investing, where ESG and ethical issues are considered alongside financial factors when making an investment. Now, ESG stands for environmental, social and governance factors. And as those um, terms suggest they include issues like climate change in the environmental space, social equity and diversity inclusion in the social sphere, and things like board composition and business conduct in governance factors. Now, there are a range of strategies that can really be considered under the sort of responsible investment banner, and I like to think of it as a bit of a spectrum um, of strategies that fall under this responsible investment banner. And I borrow this from um, our friends at the Responsible Investment Association of Australasia, also known as RIA, uh, because I think it's a really helpful way to understand um, how some of these strategies are employed. So on one end, you can kind of think about having traditional investment where there's no ESG factors considered in any investment decision making. On the other extreme end is impact investing, where your primary objective is to really achieve positive social or environmental impact. And any sort of financial returns are considered secondary or just a bit of a bonus. And then sort of in between these two um, strategies on the spectrum, you have what's known as ESG integration, where investment managers explicitly include ESG assessments into financial analysis and their decisions. You also have negative screening which is about excluding specific sectors or companies based on their activities. So this could include things like controversial weapons, tobacco, gambling, even alcohol. You also have corporate engagement and shareholders, um, and that's about leveraging your influence as a shareholder to change corporate behaviour, particularly in the corporates in which you're invested. Then you have um, something called positive or best-in-class screening, or sometimes referred to as sustainability-themed investing. And this is about tilting portfolios to better ESG performing companies or investing in solutions that actively help towards addressing global challenges. Like this might be investing specifically in renewable energy to help address um, climate change. Sometimes these differences across this spectrum are described as shades of green.
0: And all of these issues are increasingly important to investors now, right? Because it seems to me at least there's definitely products and services that are sort of out of favour.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is true. And we're seeing a lot of that come through in negative screening approaches, like I mentioned around um, things like tobacco, controversial arms, animal testing, alcohol, gambling. But in practice, what we find is that most investment managers actually use a combination of these strategies. Um, And the latest RIA benchmark report shows that the top three uh, strategies adopted are ESG integration, negative screening, and the corporate engagement and shareholder action.
0: Now, Tom, just digging a little bit deeper for a second, I'm curious about why ESG and responsible investment is so important. It seems to me that in recent times, these issues have really come to the surface and are sort of at the forefront of a lot of discussion around how investments are made now moving
1: forward. Yeah, well, it's increasingly important because I think there's this increased recognition that the long-term success of companies and the global economy depends on companies not only managing the downside risks that many ESG issues pose to companies and communities, but also actively contributing solutions um, to the global economy. And we're seeing this globally where we've seen the growth of the principles for responsible investments in which there are now over Three thousand eight hundred signatories, which include pension funds, asset managers, and they represent over one hundred and twenty-one trillion US dollars worth of assets under management.
0: Wow, that's quite the figure.
1: And in Australia, we've seen similar trends. We've seen the recent RIA report show us that responsible the responsible investment market has grown to a record one point two trillion dollars in twenty twenty, and that assets under management using. Leading responsible investment approaches grew at about 15 times the rate of the entire market, which grew by just 2%. And then I think at an individual level, people are recognising that superannuation savings can be quite a significant proportion of your own carbon footprint and your own impact. And so investing in a sustainable way can actually reduce your indirect impact, um, particularly as your balance grows over time. And you can even use it as a vehicle to create some positive impact through some of those sustainability-themed investments.
0: Now, I know it's not a glamorous question, but it's probably one that I should ask. Do you need to sacrifice returns in order to, I guess, really envelop yourself in ESG and responsible investing?
1: Yeah, this is a good question because I think for a long time, there's been really mixed evidence on the connection between responsible investment and financial performance. However, there is a growing body of research that suggests that that sort of trade-off is a little bit of a myth. Um, And one that I'd like to focus on specifically is a recent meta-analysis of over a 1,000 individual studies between 2015 and 2020 from uh, the NYU Stern Centre for Sustainable Business because it found that at least at a company level, the bulk of studies find positive correlations between financial performance and responsible investment, particularly over longer time horizons. And they found that managing for a low carbon future also improves corporate financial performance. And that a lot of this financial performance really appears to be driven through factors like companies adopting improved risk management approaches and more innovative um, approaches to their products and services. And so what that means for investment portfolios, the evidence from these studies suggests that ESG investing approaches are more resilient in downturns, particularly during social and economic crises. And we've seen some of that in the recent COVID crisis. And also ESG integration, sort of broadly speaking as that investment strategy, um, appears to perform better than negative screening approaches. So it's sort of fair to say that the evidence is still evolving Um, But it appears to support that idea that ESG and financial performance actually goes hand in hand and that sort of trade-off is not so clear cut.
0: And that sounds reassuring for people who may be considering dipping their toe in the ESG waters, but have possibly had some reservations until now. Tom, how would members then go about accessing these investments? I, I suppose, is there anything that they need to be or should be looking out for?
1: Yeah, so almost all investment managers offer some sort of sustainable or ethical investment option. So it's best to ask your super fund or check with a financial advisor. But some of the things that's worth considering when looking into these options include um, what negative screens are in place and do they align to my own values? So often you'll find that investment managers have some standard screens on controversial weapons, tobacco, but increasingly – Some of those screens are expanding into other areas like um, animal rights, thermal coal. You also might want to consider what kind of impact the funds are having and do they report their impact against sort of recognised frameworks like the sustainable development goals? Uh, And how do they engage with underlying companies and assets in their portfolios? Um, So understanding your own values is a really important step as it really helps you determine how green your own investment philosophy is. So if you remember that spectrum I spoke about earlier, it helps you understand where you fall on on that spectrum. And that's really on top of um, traditional considerations when you're investing of, of risk, return, um, and asset allocations.
0: You really need to guess, know where your own priorities lie before you can make the best and most informed um, and satisfying investment decisions. That's a really great point there. Absolutely. Tom, I'm wondering when it comes to funds, what are the pressing ESG issues that they are looking at or facing at the moment?
1: So it can vary sort of depending on the asset classes and the overarching investment strategy for funds, but it's fair to say that there are a few sort of dominant themes that are cutting across all funds and sort of facing the global investment community. So the first one is of course, climate change. Um, So that's about managing not only the downside risks of um, climate but physical impacts to underlying assets but also how funds and companies can position towards financing um, the global transition to net zero. Another big theme that's coming through is around human rights particularly the rights of First Nations and Indigenous peoples um, but diversity equity inclusion more broadly and we see that sort of reflecting. Broader social changes and expectations, um, building on Black Lives Matter, but also locally here in Australia um, of Indigenous incarceration rates and reconciliation more broadly.
0: Some really timely and pressing issues there, no doubt. Um, Tom, where can members head if they want to get more information about, I guess, ESG more generally and and how their money is invested? I'm, I'm wondering, is there a resource that you could put forward that you could recommend or someone that they should speak to if they want to know a little bit more about their own circumstances?
1: Yeah, look, there are a few different ways. I think the first one is to consider speaking to your super fund because they'll be able to give you a view as to what um, sustainable or ethical investment options might be available. Um, You can also speak to your advisor who can give you some ideas around and help you navigate um, where you sit on that value spectrum and find some of the right um, investment approaches for you. But there are also some online resources um, such as uh, Responsible Returns by RIA that can help you find products and guide you through um, a few questions that asks you about your values and what you would and would not like to invest in.
0: All right, some really good places to start there. If I were a betting man, Tom, I'd probably hazard a guess and say ESG and responsible investing are going to remain a hot topic for some time yet. But look, Tom, we are out of time. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us here on Simplifying Super. It is very much appreciated. Listeners, as ever, we appreciate you also joining us and we hope that you've enjoyed hearing some of Tom's insights. Now, before we leave you today, just a reminder that, as ever, it's important to always consider getting expert, tailored financial advice that's relevant to your personal circumstances before making any important financial decisions.